Good evening, everyone. It's your girl, Teresa, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and tonight my heart is heavy. Um, However, I wanted to start off with a poem from my book of poetry. The book is called A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And the name of the poem is called Guide Me, Lord. I'm out here feeling all alone and hopeless just the same. Please hear me, help me, and guide me, Lord. Don't forget my name. No one knows me like you do. I need your wisdom to guide me through. Please be my shelter in the storm. Protect me from my enemies, Lord. I look to the hills where I find your help. When I am weak, it's you who makes me strong. It's true. I question you sometimes when times get really tough. But I should know by your history that your promise is always enough. You never lie. You won't leave me. You are the infinite truth. Hear me, help me, and guide me, Lord. I owe my life to you. And so today, um, I found out that my grandfather on my father's side passed away on yesterday. But I found out this morning. I was literally writing a letter to you, future hubby. And I received a text message. And the message let me know that my grandmother is fighting for her life while battling COVID-19 and that my grandfather passed away due to COVID-19 on yesterday. And I have only ever felt the heaviness of heartbreak to the magnitude that I felt it today one other time. My son grabbed my phone because I tried to, I was literally trying to, I don't even know what I was reaching for. I was shaking, I was crying, I was hyperventilating, I almost threw up. Um, my whole body just wanted to fall. And when I think about how painful it was to process that Post-COVID-19, I wouldn't be able to go by my grandparents' house and see my grandfather smile, his little, hear his little chuckle, watch him walk off to the bedroom. I wouldn't be able to hear one or two questions he would pop off at me prior to his going to his room. I wouldn't be able to share 
good news, what I've been up to prior to his going to his room. I wouldn't be able to touch him and hug him anymore. And the reason why this hurts so badly is because my grandparents are the closest thing that I can get to when it comes to my biological father. I never had the opportunity to get to know my biological father. I I literally only saw him maybe two times that I can remember in my lifetime. And I made it a point to form a relationship with his parents. I made it a point to introduce my children so that they could see their great grandchildren, so that my children could see their great grandparents on their grandfather's side since they didn't have the opportunity to ever meet him. And I just, I couldn't stay there long. I couldn't stay there long in terms of how I found out. Because if I did, it would have made me feel some type of way. But it took me back. And I believe part of the reason why it hurt as badly as it did is because I remember being in high school. And I remember crossing paths with a cousin that I had just discovered not many months prior. We were walking in the hallway and she was like, did you go? And I said, go where? She was like, to your dad's funeral. No one had taken the time to communicate to me, to tell me that my biological father had not only passed away, but that he had been buried. And I remember how devastated I was to get that news from somewhat of a stranger. And I sat, went to the back of the school, sat on the stair, and I sobbed. Because I had made a promise to myself that once I turned the age of 18 that I would go and I would find my father so that I could build a relationship with him or at least try to and he passed away a month after I had made that I had turned 18 so I didn't I never got the opportunity And there was a friend of mine, she noticed that I was crying. She came and sat next to me and she said, why are you crying? And I told her what happened. She just stayed there and sat next to me and just let me cry and was just pretty much an ear and a comforter. And we formed a friendship from that moment on. We were, we spent prom time together after all, we just, you know, we pretty much built memories together. And then we lost touch for a brief season 
the next time that I saw her, she told me that she had had a baby and I asked her who she named the name. And I was like, well, there's only one person in Austin with that name. And that person is my big brother. She never knew I had a big brother. So she actually had my niece. And so that was many, many years ago. But the same person that was there for me then was the one to tell me that my grandfather died today. She's the one that told me today. He died yesterday, but she's the one that told me today that he passed away yesterday. And I couldn't help but to be grateful to God. Because yesterday, on February the 3rd, that was my son's 20th birthday. So as I was celebrating his life, somewhere off in there, my grandfather was taking his last breath. God, I need you now more than ever. I don't even know what this is going to look like. I don't even know if the family is going to consider me. I wasn't considered when my biological father died. I can only hope and pray that I'll be considered now that my grandfather has gone on. But even if, God, I'm forgotten, I pray that you remember me and that you stay close to me like never before. Because that is the only way that I am going to be able to get through this. I've dealt with so much rejection, abandonment, indifference. The soul can only take so much pain, God. And you said that you would not put on us more than what we could bear. And sometimes I even question that statement because I feel like I've bared so much over the course of my life. So I need you now, God. I need you to be with my grandmother in the hospital. I need you to touch her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. I need you to hold her broken heart in your hands. I need you to send your comforter by her bedside. God, I need you to send your angels encamped around her. Protecting her from the spirit of infirmity called COVID-19. I need you to cancel the assignment of death over my grandmother, Lord. I need you to draw nigh to her. Like you promised in your word that you would draw nigh to the brokenhearted and the contrite in spirit. God, my heart is so broken and I'm the grandchild. I can't imagine. I can't imagine, God, what it is like 
to have spent the majority of your life with your purpose partner and then lose them suddenly. So I ask God, as humble as I know how, that you would cover my grandmother and that you would continue to be with me and my big brother and his mom and my nieces and my, all of my family, God. We need you. Even those that don't think they need you, need you. I just ask God that you would just keep your hand on us. Bind the works of the enemy, Lord, because he comes to, he seeks who he may devour. He comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And quite frankly, God, I am sick of the devil. I need your hedge of protection around my mind, around my brokenness, around my soul, around my spirit, around who I am in you. I need you to keep me covered, oh God. Because this hurts. This stings. This is a whole lot to deal with, Lord. But I know that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And I will not pretend like I operate in my own strength because this is not my strength, oh God. This is your strength. And it is only by your power and it is only by your might that I will be able to continue to go forth in the way that you have predestined me to go forth and to operate in the joy of the Lord, which is my strength, while my heart is broken. I'm not a pretender, oh God. You know that much about me. So I just ask, Heavenly Father, that you would continue to cover me, protect me, and keep me and my family and my friends too, Lord. This disease has taken far too many lives. It has touched us in ways that we never, ever saw coming. There's not really even a way to prepare to not be able to be present when something is taking the very people that you love and that you cherish. Suddenly, God, I need you to protect us like only you can from this deadly disease. I need you to build up every cell, every everything, our immune system, Heavenly Father. Do it supernaturally to protect us from the traps, the snares, the tricks of the enemy. Help us not to be naive when it comes to our health. Help us to do what is necessary when it comes to our health. Help us not to become lax, to think that we're invincible, that we're untouchable, because that's a lie from the pits of hell. I cancel every assignment, every form of witchcraft, sorcery, every demonic 
word that has been spoken against my family, that has been spoken against me, heard or unheard, I cancel it. I, I cancel it and cast it to the abyss of hell, never to return again. Lord, I thank you for covering your children. I thank you for keeping us protected. I thank you for being the great I am in my life. I thank you for watching over my future hubby, protecting him from all manner of hurt, harm, and danger. God, I just thank you for being everything to me, being my best friend, being my confidant, being my covering, being my comforter. I thank you. I decree the victory over the enemy. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. God, what you have in store for me, for your children. And God, I thank you. I thank you that you are the one that has the final say. I thank you, Father God, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. Not my will, but your will be done. As I close this podcast, Lord, I just ask that you seal it with the blood of Jesus. Allow it to perform the very thing that you need it to perform, to touch the very heart of those that are broken, Heavenly Father, that don't know how to formulate the words because it hurts too much to even think to ask you to heal them. I ask you to heal them. I thank you, God, for my life. I thank you, God, for this day. This is my prayer, O God, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. So this is going to conclude my podcast on tonight. But before I close, I wanted to read a letter to my future hubby. And it says, dear future hubby, I wonder, will you read the pages of this diary? My love letters to you, where I am raw, real, and wise. Where I am during this journey, when you and I meet for the very first time. I had to pause for several hours. In the midst of my writing this love letter to you, I received news that my grandfather passed away on my biological father's side from COVID-19. The irony is that the same person who was there to console me after I received the news that my biological father's funeral had taken place, but no one bothered to search for me or even tell me. She was the same person who sent me a text message to inform me of my grandfather's passing on my son's 20th birthday. But look how God covered me. I didn't find out until the very next day. For this, I am grateful because this news broke me all the way down. I've only felt the wind come out of me, my inability to breathe one other time in my life. That was when I heard the news that my dearest friend, Cynthia, who was more like a sister, had passed away. Well, this news concerning my grandfather took my breath away. There is so much more I want to say, but I surrendered it to God. He can handle the depth of this pain. However, I must admit my heart is broke. Hopefully my aunt and my dad 
were there to welcome my grandfather with open arms. However, my grandmother is currently fighting for her life while battling with COVID-19. Such a deadly disease. God, cover my friends and family. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all have a blessed and wonderful evening. And do me a huge favor. Love now. And take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl Teresa. Have a blessed one. Goodbye.